Rem. Hi. I had this wonderful idea that I wanted to pass along to Rem, and it's about fellow content creators across social media that we watch. That don't suck. That don't suck. And that we watch instead of just watching TV all the time because we are really the first generation that... Broke away from that. Broke away from the standard model of cable and TV and local broadcasts and all that shit. So these are some of the people that I watch. Either just they're entertaining, some of them provide me inspiration, but mostly they're just people I think that you all should know about if you don't know about already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's what we're, what we're going to talk about on this episode today. I know, Rem, you had said you want me to jump right off. Yeah, Bob. Bob came at this um, a little more passionately than me. I was always a big YouTube fan, but lately in my life, I've just been busy as shit. So I got some people that I definitely... And, and also, Bob, you know, like, especially before I had left it for a while, social media was such a big part of my life. Yeah. Making this, making that, making this, trying to get numbers. Um, so I've stepped away from that stuff a little bit just to catch my breath because my life was fucked. Yeah. And things weren't going well, and I needed to change things. So I'm going to be a little more background on this one, but I will have some people that I want to mention and I because I like the... And also, everyone we're mentioning, we would fucking love to have you on the show. Here, Absolutely. Okay? We're not talking about like... We're not going to talk about some celebrity. We're talking about content creators here. People like us. That make better... Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, even more, much more in tuned than us. And, I, and Rem, you brought up a great point. These are... Everyone that I brought up, I would wholeheartedly want you to come onto the show. Just absolutely because it's a lot of niche shit that's very very interesting yes and these people are very very educated so anyway so we're gonna shout some people out maybe it will get paid forward maybe one of you will tweet it at one of them who the fuck knows mm -hmm. i'll hashtag the shit out of all these just so they know yeah and i always just tell so people know. don't worry because i know when you hear about going on two white guys podcasts you're like oh how are these motherfuckers gonna slant things yeah we don't have a pro trump slant we don't have a nope. pro biden strand slant <laughs> we just exist and 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 none of these things that i these none of these have a slant either they're all that's what very is. standalone things that are about so you're not gonna things. like come on the podcast and then find out like 60 episodes again we said that there should be slavery and women should be in the kitchen there's none of that shit dude nope. so just letting people know all right bobby who are some content creators that you really appreciate first and foremost he actually is... can i start with one because you got so many Zenio Odyssey Podcast, where hosts Remy and Bobby Rocks explore life for people born in the late 70s and early 1980s. Each week, they embark on expeditions exploring their analog childhoods or interview guests about navigating adulthood in a digital world. Join them on another adventure to discover what it means to be a Zenio. Go. <laughs> um... Casual Geographic. Tell me about it. He is an African-American gentleman, fairly young, looks to be maybe 23, 24 years old, and he's just... It, does he do this on the streets of no, like London? Okay, because no. I do watch someone who does okay. a lot of stuff like that. Okay, go on. Sorry. uses a little mic and stuff, but he is essentially like a zoologist. Like, he knows everything about animals, so he just educates people on, like... Animals that you should like, ones you shouldn't, ones that are actually fucking violent and scary that people like, ones that are people don't know that are amazing pets, but really educated, really funny. I mean, his whole angle is because if you watch stuff like that, a lot of times the people are very, like stuffy and it's very scientific. And he's like, yo, this animal will eat your face. Like, he's is he like trying to pick up the slack for uh, Steve Irwin. 
It fe- you know what? It, it has the heart of Irwin because okay. this guy right. loves what he's talking about. But okay. it's just cool. It's cool to see it. He's passionate, and you do find out some really interesting shit. That's I'm, pretty. That's cool. He had this whole episode about animals that get high. And there are a lot of animals that get high. Is he on uh, YouTube or is he cross platforms? He's on YouTube where he's Casual Geographic, but I think he initially because I think they called him Hood Nature when he was on TikTok initially, and he changed that into something a little less demeaning. But amazing content creator, funny as hell, but. Always shocks me how educated he is, just because he knows shit. No, so there's one casual I geographic. Like, I like that one. Yeah. Love what that guy's sending out. Yeah. yeah, let's. Yeah, wonderful, wonderfully done. All right, I guess my first one is somebody who's fairly newer to the game. Okay, in the last uh, two and a half years. Yeah, and his name is uh, Jesse Crossan. For anyone who doesn't know Jesse Crossan's story, Jesse Crossan, very candid. He is someone who is a former incarcerated individual. You've brought him up before. Yep. But I'll give you the backstory because he's given this in his uh, – he's on YouTube and he does reels. But he um, – as a teenager, and he's, he's my age. So when he was – Our when, age. When he w- well, I mean, when he went to prison at 18, I was 18 years old. Oh, no shit, exactly. So we are, we are like mirrored that age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he had severe uh, addictions to drugs. And he had other mental health kind of issues that didn't get resolved until he went to prison. And yeah. got, got mental health care for it. But uh, long story short – he did a breaking and entering into someone's home while they were home. Oh. And then days later, he owed some people money, and they were chasing him, and he had a gun, and he shot at them. Oh, wow. So he did not kill anyone. Uh, he did injure one of them, and essentially he was charged with all these things that added up. And he took a plea deal. I want to make this clear. He took a plea deal that still had him in jail for 34 years. Wow. And so he was in jail. So that would have lit- if he did the entirety of the term. 19 years old, 34 years later. I mean, he would have been in jail for the majority of his life. He got better. He became like an electric. He he uh when he got better, he decided to like be an electrician. So he's a licensed electrician. That's awesome. He got a bachelor's degree while in prison. Basically just educated the fuck out of himself. Yep. And he did everything to better himself. And in 2021, even though he had been petitioning for an early release, yeah. the governor of Virginia, because he's from Virginia, uh provided him clemency he didn't find out until 90 minutes before he got released oh wow yeah so it was a little bit of a culture shock for him but he had also like he had formed uh he talks about how he got girlfriends in prison like he had pen pal girlfriends yeah they do that that's uh, big he had this woman he was dating for the first couple months he was out as a content creator and then they uh no longer related but mostly what he does is he works for a nonprofit organization called the second chance project and they travel the, the country to talk about, and it's the country right now because he's still on probation, uh, which he, he also shows how he does probation. It's all through his phone. Wow. It's not actually even talking to someone on the phone. It's just like checking in and they they ping where you're at and make oh, sure wow. like that. Yeah, he, he does. He's very informative about the correctional system, about what's broken about it, about what needs to be fixed, about uh, things that like the show Orange is the New Black. How it's fake kinda, as fuck. Well, no. Things, romanticizes it. it. He talked about how it romanticizes it, but a lot of that stuff is true. Oh. So, like, the fact that um, for-profit prisons are terrible places. Yeah. They're terrible places because how do you keep them running? You have to keep people incarcerated. Yeah. Um, but um, the up the upsale on uh, even basic things in commissary, like what, what we pay out here in the real world as oh, opposed yeah. to what you have to pay in there, um, even, even I mean, the minuscule amounts of money they make aside, even how much it, like, uh, a razor out here could cost us, what, two bucks? Inside there, it could cost ten. Yeah. Like it's it's things like that. And he says we have a correctional system 
that is just set up and it's very punitive and that's not very helpful. No, it doesn't rehabilitate. And he and that's his point is there there are a lot of people there are as many people in the prison system that are just they what they need is to be re- rehabilitated. Uh but th- and he said there are people that there's no hope for them. Yeah. But it's not like every it's treated like everybody in prison is and there's no hope for you. And there that isn't the case. That isn't the case. And that's why he that's what he does. I'm telling you, listen, if you if you flash back to the video when you first brought this guy up, you will see me telling you DM this dude. DM this dude. I have talked to him. Yeah. Just... Because he did um he went to the Boston Public Library. Oh wow. To do uh he's he's been up to here in Massachusetts a couple times. Figure out the next time he is and be like, "Yo." Yeah. Yeah, cuz he he does podcasts too. He does. Just say, "Listen, man, um, we would love to pick your brain." I know. We were just a few bad decisions away from jail at one point it's ourselves, true. bro. True. And I have had my own legal issues where I almost didn't, did end up in jail. Solid. Yeah. Um willing to self-disclose that here. Uh, so he is the first one that comes to my mind. He is on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, he posts, like, the full length uh, when he does podcasts. He doesn't do really podcasts on his own. He goes on to other people's podcasts. Most of them are people who are formerly incarcerated people. Yeah. And they talk about their experiences, and they talk about the Second Chance Project. That's cool. Um, his I mostly watch his uh, reels, his 90-second or his 60-second hitters. Um, because I find them very informative. He he gets he cranks out a lot of invaluable information in a short amount of time. And what's really cool is like if he's he did one this morning. Yeah. Where he was he's in a hotel. I I think he's in California. He's in a hotel which has the push push button to start the shower. Yeah. And he talked told a story about how that's how the prisons are in Virginia that he was at. The showers are you push a button, it's on for two minutes. You have to wait a few seconds after it shuts off to turn it on again. Yeah. But the toilets are the same thing. And it was more, they put it in there more for the toilets so you couldn't overflow toilets in a riot. Yeah. Wow. And, he's, and he said the problem is, is that with that kind of technology is that it breaks a lot. And in a prison se- system, it's like, well, yeah, we'll fix it when we get to it. Well, yeah, yeah, they and, don't give a fuck. Yeah, and, and, and it's further sticking with the punitiveness. But he tells stories a lot like that. Like, oh, I just had this experience at a hotel and it reminded me of, this moment in, in prison. And he did a recent one where he was he was asked uh, by a fellow prisoner um, to be their best man. Yeah. They were going to get married in the um, the meeting room. Yeah. But the prison said that you can't have visitors inside the prison. And you're only limited to two people from outside. Yeah. And even for something like that, like it's just. But that's like, why a lot of criminals leave more angry than they showed up. Yeah. Yep. Justifiably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But that's a, that's a shout out to Jesse if you never. Uh, never heard of him, Jesse Crossan, second chancer, and that's literally the full title. Nice. Yeah. Remy, do you want me to keep going, or do you no, have No, no, I think I have another one. Got um, it. This is, this is a, uh, you know, it's a famous website, and they've been on the fucking internet and YouTube for a long time, but the older I get, right, the more I, like, there was a YouTuber I followed for a while called The Internet Investigator, and she does crime and fucking, you know, death videos and shit like that. Yeah. But later, I mean, lately, I've realized that, like, that's another thing about getting older is you're like, I don't always want to see and hear about negative shit anymore. Oh, very good. Very good. Yes, I agree with you. You know, because it, it's just, it's somewhat damning. You find out shit you don't need to find out, and you're like, well, how is this helping me? So what I've done lately is I've become the all my feeds are filled with animals guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and one site that I'm obsessed with and one content creator I'm obsessed with is the Dodo which is a famous animal website, but they always cover rescues. Yeah. And there's just nothing more life-affirming than like, 
oh, these people found a dog with two fucking broken legs pulling itself across a road. So they took it in. They paid for its service. They got it little wheels for its back legs. Then they do a follow-up video that shows the fucking dog all happy and healthy. I do watch those from time to time. And it's just, for me, that shit is like drugs. Because it starts off and you're like, oh, the, the hardest part is the first five seconds of the video. Because, oh, look at that dog's dying in a ditch. Or this fucking cat is fucking blinded because people burnt its eyes with cigarettes. You know, fucked up shit. Yeah. But you have to make it through that because they're never going to show it if there isn't a complete turnaround, you know? Yeah. And at the end of the video, you just see these healthy, happy, little loved animals. And it's like that kind of shit is like, a, a, for me, it's like jacking dopamine directly into my brain. Oh, you know? Really? Yeah. I can just fucking... Yeah, it's just amazing. Because for me, you know, I'm a Dr. Doolittle guy. I fucking love animals. I'm obsessed with animals. But seeing people stop and go out of their way to help something that can't help itself. And then to see, and this is what I think is so interesting, is to see what love can do to something. Mm -hmm. Because that's what it always is. They don't show, in other words, too, a video that you watch on the Dodo that's five minutes long was taken across three years. Yeah. Because they show you at its worst and they show you at its best. But you will never not finish a Dodo video feeling like there's good left in the world. You will always be like, okay. So what it sounds like is, I I do agree, by the way, like uh, inconsistency. If you're going to show someone at their best, show them at their worst and vice versa. If you're going to show someone at their worst, show them at their best as well. It's hard to get through the start of some of those videos, but if you do it, you know. And and what I ultimately agree with you too is that, yes, um, I... I'm also tired of the negativity. And I do look out, and, and you'll see us uh, a reoccurring theme across all these that I am going to say is that they are all, they're all either going to make you laugh or feel good. Yeah, or teach you something. Or teach, or they're educational. 100%. Yeah. That's it. But, like, yeah, I used to do a lot of true crime shit and a lot of, like, people talking about videos they saw on the dark web because I found that stuff interesting. The dark web. But in my fucking, in my 40s, it's more like, oh, my life is heavy enough, man. Yeah. I don't need mm-hmm. to hear about some fucking Boston strangler that raped 30. You know what I mean? I just don't need it. So I, and I think that's what you'll hear from both of our choices today is none of us are going to be like, it's very rare that you, uh, you say things on this show and it makes me think of the band, the weight. Yeah. 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 You know, I put in Nazareth. Oh yeah. I some amount of half past. Yes. Great band, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Take a Pun load intended. off. Saturday, right. Mm-hmm. Take a load for free. But I always like the line, put your load right on me. Yeah. Yep. And put your love, put your love, put your love, blow your load right look, on. Look, it's a very deep, it's a very deep line they said, but they said it in a way where it's very sexual. Yeah, yeah, Which is sexual. a lot of 70s music, yeah. but. Yeah. So, yeah, I, th- I think, you know, more positivity. And also, you're going to find an animal theme with me, too, because that shit is just safe for me. It yeah. really is. I can come home from work exhausted, watch a couple animal videos, and be like, I'm good. My soul's at rest. Have you seen your cats recently, or your cat? I saw my cat. Um, about four weeks ago, and she fucking waited for me and let me pick her up, dude. Aww. It hasn't happened in so long. Thank you for asking. It hasn't happened in so long. Usually when I go by, she gets nervous. She's one of those skittish cats. Yeah. Last time I went by, and she knew she was in my old office on my seat. And I came in the room, and I, I could tell. I was like, you're going to let me do this? That's awesome. Dude, I picked her up, and she hates, she hates being She's just a skittish little kitty. Yeah. And she just melted into my arms for like 10 oh, minutes, dude. That's sweet. Yeah, it was fucking that's amazing. Fucking and then she got off. Because you're never going to hold a cat. They'll go when they want to go. But mm-hmm. then she got off and, and walked around on my desk and ate. And that means she wanted me to brush her. 
which is bonding shit. You know what I mean? So I brushed yeah. her and she was purring. So yeah, it was fucking awesome. But you know, I'm never too fucked up because she's she's in really good hands. Okay, good. Chris good. is amazing. I would not have let the cat be there if that wasn't the case. And I know the cat's happier there because she has a sister cat. Yeah. You know? But that was fucking amazing. Shout for out me. to Chris. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, you're fucking you're the shit. A lot of love for you. But um, so yeah, I did. And it it, it did a lot for me, bro. I, I actually saw the cat like two days before I started my job. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all's better in the world, genuinely. Well, of all of the things that I have chosen, yeah, I think based off of the story you just told, because I feel like it can tie in, I will choose the one that most aligns with that story that you told. Yeah. This individual is mostly on TikToks, but people share his real... Is they share the, him to Facebook. I know what you're going to do. Um, and his his handle is at the rock star, but instead of the O's, they're X's. Yeah. And this, this guy's a fucking god. Yeah. What this guy does is basically people he finds videos that people have shot of them with their pets. Yeah. And what he does is he basically dubs in his voice speaking for the animal. But perfectly. Like yeah, if yeah, the yeah, dog yeah, yeah. barks, he'll be like, hey. Yeah. Give me some food. Yep. Or or if the dog runs down a hallway, he actually moves himself away yep. from the microphone to, to show that, yeah. that, that he's further away. Oh, here I go. I'm going yeah. to run around. He actually got most people don't know this, and it's it is fairly recent. He got famous for the um, there's a video of a sea lion. That jumped onto a boat because it was being chased by a whale. Chased, chased by a group of a pack of killer whales. Yeah. And my wife told me that uh, the background to that story is very tragic because it's a lady. There's a lady who's like, oh my good. She's like, oh my goodness. Oh. And she's talking to the sea lion and trying to get it to go off. And she basically shoot it off the boat and it got killed. Of course. Which I'm like, you're a terrible human being. I agree. I found that after I watched this guy's um, video. Yeah. Because his video being the sea lion is. I, I was I was in legit tears. No, no, they're all of them. You know, like like they don't get old. Like, oh come on, lady, we gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. And she's just like, get off my boat. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Did you see that whale? Yeah, yeah. Did you see that whale? Or or uh or she was just like, I didn't even see where you came from. And his response was, You ain't looking. <laughs> and I was like, no, he's quick yeah. and it they're masterfully done. Yeah. Like masterfully. Like, because it's one of those things you see and you're like, any of us could have done this. Yeah. Any yeah, of but us. But I love I love him. I love Dude. how he's done it. And that's that's yeah. yeah he's masterful. Have you seen the one where a, a, you can tell a dog's like wailing, but uh, but he's like, no, I don't want to do that. And then the dog, the dog, the, you can tell the dog's like going, oh, and he's just like, no, no. genius. And, uh, got, and he added a girl voice. Recently. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He has uh, somebody come in who, if there's multiple animals, do the other voice. Yeah, and it's hilarious. Yeah, it's even it adds a great element of depth to it. And it's like, and here's the thing too, it's it's always super innocent. He's yeah. never fucked. He's nothing. I'm swearing. I want. Nope. To, he's just like, what are you doing over here? Yeah, I'm doing zoomies. Just yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> this, yeah, the zoom, yeah. dude. Yeah. But he, and that's another one exactly where it's like the balance of the internet comedy and animals, dude. Does it get better no, than that? No, he's that's so like, good. And that's like a harken back to the web in 2013. Yeah, when the web was dope. Like I know we're gonna sound old, but there wasn't bullshit. No one was angry. No one was canceling anybody, and it was all just mean. It was literally everybody just fucking around and just trying to find out. Yeah, Good stuff. But now we find out the rough stuff from fucking yeah. around. But it's like it was so, it, and that's what, ca, you know, Casual Geographic and Rockstar. That's what they do. They harken mm-hmm. back to a better age of the internet. Yeah, you know. So yeah, he's amazing. He's amazing. Though. Yeah, and I, and you, as you were talking, I just like this, this is a perfect segue. To, no, and I into him, and I have another segue that's going to be great too. All right, go for go for it. Just because this one's poignant. All right. So there's a anim, animal creator. Yeah, you big surprise there. Who um. 
he the name of the the everywhere he is is Hammy and Olivia, one word, okay? And they're two corgis. Mm-hmm. And he does voiceover for them. And I can't explain it. He does it in this very unique voice. But they're two corgis, and it's just going to seem dumb, but they're fucking brilliant. They're so well made. But the reason I'm bringing up Hammy and Olivia is because, like, a week and a half ago, Olivia's kidneys failed. Oh. She, she just died. And, like, oh. it's crazy because all these people who were followers were, like, genuinely destroyed by it. That's the, that's the thing when you know you have something really good, too. Everybody yeah. was like, oh, my God. And they're rewatching our old videos. And, like, the content creator came out. You know, he was balling, but he told people what happened. He's like, I'm not mm-hmm. making videos for a while. You know, yep. this stuff happens. But it was interesting because when you watch something that comes into your house every day, like, the, like when he first posted that mm-hmm. she had passed away, I was like, is this AI? Like, I thought maybe someone was fucking around. Yeah. And it was like, no, because that's the thing about animals, man. They're like humans. Have you seen Kermit the Cat? No. It's this guy. His cat's name's Kermit. It's a very, very cuddly, sociable cat. My wife. It's my wife's favorite. Yeah. Because, like, a lot of his videos are him taking selfie videos of him in bed, cat, like, loudly purring. Yeah. And the cat is very sociable. Yeah. And the cat just talks. Like, it's literally like they're having a conversation. Oh, like, oh, the guy in bed, and he talks to you. Yeah, yeah. And his cat's name is Kermit. Yeah. I have seen that. And it's like, Kermit, I have to get up. And it's like, Yeah. So that's one my wife loves. My wife loves Finn. Have you ever heard of Finn the cat? He's a cat that has cerebral palsy. I've watched a couple special yeah, needs she loves, cats. She loves Finn. Yeah. She loves Finn. Yeah. He's a very talkative cat, too. His uh, his owners are uh, professors who yeah. moved to Australia, and she found all this out by watching them. Yeah. I know we're going on a tangent on cat things, but you know what? Cat things make they the listen. rule. They do. They do. And Finn, yeah, Finn is a... Uh, Finn and Kermit, those are pretty good cats. Yeah, there's a few, and they're like little sweet boys or sweet girls, yes. you know? Yep. There's a lot of that. I know when she's watching Finn, by the way, because he's it always starts with like a meow, yeah. meow. Because he's and, just super talkative. Yeah. yeah, and it's a, I mean, if you were to see it, you'd be like, what is wrong with that cat? And literally what's wrong is the cat has cerebral palsy. Like, yeah, but yeah. it doesn't matter. You love yeah. the motherfucker. Yeah. You're going to love so, anything. Still a, great, still a great creature. Yeah. Yep. Um, oh, let's see. Have any other animal ones besides no, no. the rock That's star? We, we did. We had a good run. Yeah, there. we did have a good run. Yeah, we were able we to represent each other. Um, I don't know who it is, by the way, but I love the guy who makes the skibbity pap videos with cats. Oh, I don't think so. He makes like a like it could be a, a child playing with a cat, and you could tell how that's gonna end. Yeah, and he'll be he'll play the cat, and he'll be like, I told you, I told y'all, I told y'all what's gonna happen, what's gonna happen, and he even makes the smack noise. Yeah, and, he, yeah, and he's just like, I told you. I told you all the cat. If the kid messing with me, he's gonna get the skibbity paps. But then oh, I'm the so I'm the bread guy. Yeah. Okay. So that I mean I don't know who that is, but he's yeah he's 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 phenomenal. Yeah, that's cool. Uh let's go to someone more on our speed because they talk a lot about Gen X stuff. I've talked about her on this show before, but now I'll talk even more. I believe I even mispronounced her last name. Nice. I called her Sherry Diaz. It's not Diaz. It's Diaz. Ah. Sherry Diaz. She has handles. She has had to change her handles a couple times for various reasons. Um, I think she did get hacked once. That's yeah. why. Because uh, her original handle was the real Slim Sherry, which oh. I was like, that's pretty good. That is good. That's pretty good. But she goes by Sherry Dindle now Oh, on, on there. But it is in parentheses, the real Slim Sherry. Dindu? Dindle. Oh. Yeah. 
But uh, her name is Sherry Diaz. Okay. Now, she is somebody who is a Gen Xer. She's 50 years old. She has purple hair. She rocks herself. She has a business where she sells organic um, products oh. for, for women. Yeah. So that's, that's her bread and butter. She worked in the corporate world up until 17 years ago. And she said it was, the, it was the most terrifying, but it's the greatest decision she ever made to leave it. Oh, wow. And she actually, a couple weeks ago, she shared a photo right after she quit her job of her 17 years ago. And she looks better now than she did that's then. That's cool, right? And that's the whole point. She said, I was terrified. And you can see it. Yeah. It's like that, oh, my God, I did this. But then, like, it's like The Graduate. Yay, we did this. But, oh, Oops. fuck, the reality is we setting did this. in. Yeah, what? Yeah. But anyway, she does a lot of her reels. As the character, the real Slim Sherry, yeah, um, where she talks about what it is to be a Gen Xer, what it is to grow up Gen X, things that make sense to define us, define us, yeah. And she does; she has she's great comedic timing, yeah, she's very quippy. She, but her videos are also educational, like talking about she 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 kind of like poignantly says, "Why are we helicopter? Why are Gen X helicopter parents? Because we were treated so much like shit. We were just we it's, were completely it's the pendulum. It's the pendulum swinging, yeah. And she says like." You know, and she always ties it in, and she talks with like a real, like she talks with like I can't do her voice, but it's it's great. She, it, it Good adds cadence. to the, yeah, she it adds to it. It adds to just how great her her point is. And I've go, I've seen her do Facebook Live where she's selling uh, products with yeah. her her wife and her wife because they both co own the the company, and it looks like pretty cool products. Yeah, that they sell, and then they're all healthy. They're all organic, organic, and shit. organic ones. Yeah, and she she sells shirts too. She sells T-shirts by the seashore? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I believe she's from Ohio, but she lives in Atlanta now. Oh, that's a big change. Yeah. Uh, and she said that's one thing, like, because she posts a lot when she goes home for the holidays. Yeah. Uh, that she hits up her old stomping grounds, like, being reminiscent of old times, but then is like, yeah, it was fun, and I'm out. Yeah. Because uh, I, I, I feel her for that. As someone who lives in the same state that I grew up in. It's weird. I, I don't live near the same town I grew up in, and I purposely am like that because I don't. don't, I, want don't. Them, I don't need them memories. I don't. And uh, my wife saw it. My wife saw it uh, a couple years ago at my reunion because she saw that, uh, like, at our at my reunion, it's, like, automatically, boom, I'm, like, 16 years old again. Or I'm treated like I'm 16 years old again. Yeah. And I always tell people that. Why, do, why don't you want to move back? It's, like, because of that. Exactly. Because I'm not, I'm, I'm a 41-year-old. I'm a you can leave the town, but the town won't leave you. Thank you. Thank you. But anyway, yeah, Sherry does a lot. She doesn't always just shamelessly plug her products. She does a lot of these Gen Xer quips. And my favorite one she does, she um, have you seen the ones where people do the the calling sound of the Gen Xer? No. Like it'll show one or like three people, and they're all doing monotonous things around their house, and it's basically like the intro to Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel. Oh. She's one of the people who's like in the, those videos. Yeah. And so like she's like folding laundry, and then you hear the the with the do 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 do, and then they all stop and they're like, and they go back to doing whatever. But then once the hook hits, like they all just start breaking it down. So once you hear that, da 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 da, and even I'm like, listen, that's on badass. Yeah, it is. Like, like Peter, that's why when people ask me, I know I'm completely sidebarring here, but this is the kind of stuff she brings up for me, which all makes me feel good. Plus, let's talk about the fact that we all thought Sledgehammer was one song, and he's literally talking about fucking. Yeah, but he's doing it in a Peter Gabriel way, so it's bravo to Step him. Step inside your fruit cage. I will be your honeybee. Mm -hmm. It's like I'm gonna nut on you. I'm gonna come yep. on you, and you're gonna love it. And how about the fact that he does it all too? That video, which is and nothing like it before, nothing like Dude, it I, since. I'm convinced that video made me want to try drugs. I, I I would say so too. I would probably say he he demanded everyone was on LSD because it was like holy shit, what's this guy's yeah. brain like? All that shit. Shot the monkey was about masturbating. I know. Um. 
you know the famous scene from uh, American. Well, it has many favorite scene, famous scenes in American Psycho. Which one? But the one where he's um, they're in his uh, his apartment and he's playing Genesis, but he's saying saying the dichotomy. Pe- people are either Peter Gabriel or, or they're, they're Phil Collins. Yeah, which I don't. I don't agree with, but I get it's an it's a well written speech. Are you more of a Phil Collins or more of a Peter Gabriel guy? Okay, you want to know the truth? Yeah. Um, There's no wrong answer here, by the way. As shocking as it's going to seem, Phil Collins, and that's okay because I think Phil Collins. So this is how I break it down to people: Who was more innovative, Peter Gabriel? Yes, but he was purposely that way. But who wrote more poppy pop songs? Phil Collins. Phil Collins. And we could we, uh, you we could sit here and have a show to itself about what his best pop song was. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, I would personally go Easy Lover. I love Easy Lover. Yeah. I'm obsessed with Easy Lover. Um, I think In the Air Tonight is remarkable. Mm-hmm. Um, how can you just walk away from me? Walk away from me. That one? Or Another Day in Paradise. I love that one. Yeah, his depressing songs yeah. hit, yeah, dude. Yeah. Didn't he, doesn't he have that Tarzan song, too? Yeah. That song's very tired. Yeah, I mean, I'm That's not, I'm not Disney songs yeah. or whatever. But so, Sherry, these are the type of things that you bring up for me when I see your reels and stuff. You make me very nostalgic, which is something we all people our age That's are. That's this man. That's what this is yeah. about. All right, but I, I will. Uh, we've gone way off the rails, but I like going off the rails like that. All right, Rem. All right, I'm going to bring up a very different site than we've discussed. All right, are you familiar with Corridor Digital? I have heard of them. Okay, Corridor Digital are. A bunch of dudes. Basically, it's like an indie band of special effects people. And they break down movies and explain exactly how the VFX were done. Sometimes they'll go in and they'll change and do better VFX than were in the, than were in the movie and shit. Yeah. But as a movie fan, it's amazing to see the behind-the-scenes stuff, especially in terms of FX. I've always been really interested in FX movies like The Thing. How could yep. we not be? Um but yeah, they they do a bunch of videos. They have their own site too that you could subscribe to, which I recommend. But like they have these D and D campaigns, these Dungeons and Dragons campaigns that they actually really? like do with CG, and they have the maps and they do all the shit. Okay, this is no longer my thought. When you first introduced this, yeah, this was my first thought that went through my head of what you were describing. I thought you were essentially describing OK Go. The band, yeah, 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 yeah. Like what? Like that—that's kind of like their take. That to, is, yeah. yeah. I think they've even um, done some of their videos. They think yeah. they did the zero G one. They but explained. you took it in a direction where I was like, "All right, well, that's its own thing, and it's still informative and educational that's and entertaining." So interesting, and like sometimes they'll just like I said, they redid a couple of the saber battles and Star Wars and stuff. But if you're a movie fan and a nerd, I love the how to shit. Yeah, um, it's completely foreign to me, and I would never be able to do it. But I love finding out about it. Mm-hmm. And I just recommend if you're a film fan who leans toward like effects heavy stuff and kind of want to learn, it's remarkable. They're they're artists in the truest sense. Is that where you learned about the um the defibrillator scene from the thing? How they did everything? Oh yeah, they've gone over Yeah. No, I mean is that where did you know about it before them or is that No, where, not mu- not much yeah. before them, no. Yeah. So you know that basically they got a guy who had no arms. Dude, made pe- fake arms. People and then the oh, Sorry. People have been doing the amputee thing. There's a whole division of amputee actors, I found out, that mm-hmm. have like their yep. own company mm-hmm. that if you need a zombie movie or you need a guy who has no legs and wanted to, yeah. And even that, that like, that's fucking dope because they're employing these people who have problems. Yep. And yeah, it's cool. But even that's so interesting, right? Like, if that person gets their leg torn off and it looks real, that might have just been a fake leg and they have no leg. Yeah. But yeah, I love peeling back have the, they, uh... the curtain. 
and seeing how things go underneath. What kind of curtain is that? Are the pink curtain? Pink curtain. The yeah. meat. The meat curtain. Uh, the pink meat curtain. Oh. Right there. Um, is that where you found out about um, the most over-the-top death scene? I think in a movie is RoboCop. Oh, dude! <laughs> I actually recently watched the like four-hour RoboCop documentary. Yeah, and uh, it was remarkable. How didn't, did I, didn't the majority of the money for that film go into the, just that? A lot that of scene? it went into that scene. A lot of it went into even like you know the stop motion for the Ed Two Hundred Nines yeah. were amazing. But oh, I love that film. And there's a new RoboCop game that just came out. Have you played it yet? No, but I've heard like for fans that it's dope. Good. Yeah, right. that it's accurate. Yeah. So what is that site again for everybody, just so they know? Because I th- Corridor I, Digital. Thank you. I think everyone should check out Corridor Digital. And they've actually, like, one one time, because they'll, they'll ask. They'll say, like, hey, give us an idea for an episode. And on one occasion, because the, the Marvel movie Shang-Chi, okay, kind of did, came and went. Mm-hmm. But they did something remarkable in that movie with the water CG. Water's really, really tough. And I remember watching it and being like, this is the best water simulation I've ever seen. And I told them to do a whole episode about it, and they did, and they called me out in the, in the episode. So that was cool. Whoa. Yeah. I'll switch it up for my next one. I'll just go to this one is all YouTube. This one is all over YouTube. Rem, I don't know if we talked about it on the air, but I'm a big fan of all the people who are considered First Amendment auditors. Yeah, no, I watch a lot of that shit yeah, now. I, I do too. Um, I've learned a lot of what to say and not to say. I've, I watch uh, We the People University. That's a great one. That's a guy who was a former sheriff. Yeah. And he breaks down uh, people who record their interactions with police officers and just goes over our constitutional rights and what where people diverge, where they don't, and where police are okay and where they diverge. Yep. Um, he's he's pretty good. Um, Honor Your Oath is another great one. That's a guy who actually audits because a lot of the sites, they don't actually do the auditing. They just get the video and they critique it. Yeah. Honor Your Oath actually will go to places and all he does. I love the guy. Explain what the auditing is for people who might all right, not know. So what these people do is they will set things in motion to get police interactions i want to i want to preface that they're not breaking the law they're doing things to get a police officer's attention so that they can have a consensual encounter that's something you hear over and over again and just to see if um the officer is aware of the lines of where they can go and where they can't go within the bounds of the law yeah and the a lot of them like the one uh, the first one i ever watched and it's a great one is called audit the audit yeah and that guy he goes more in depth than anybody else he talks about local laws. He talks about statutes in the um, in the districts of the country. Because do you know how the circuits? Yeah, of, of and they all function the differently. And they all function differently. And then the Supreme Court, he will go that in depth about an interaction, and then he'll critique, he'll critique the job that the person did and the and job the that the cops did, and he gives them a grade. Yeah. Um, lackluster is probably the most famous, and a lot of that is people send him videos, and he just critiques what went on. And that is the one I, I watch the most. He is so big now that people, a lot of times what's happening now is uh, you can do a Freedom of Information Act and get body cam footage. Yeah, It's harder if it's an active, like if there's charges, if someone's arrested, it's harder. There's a lot more red tape to get body cam footage. Makes sense. Um, but oftentimes they do get a lot of body cam footage, so they have 
if someone's recording on their phone and that. And I love some of the people who watch, you can tell watch lackluster. Like, yeah. I'm going to make you famous. Put you on lackluster. Yeah. I love that stuff. It's like the new world star. Yeah. Well, not like for the site, but hollering it. So, yeah, you see essentially what it is. It's, it's about us becoming more informed about our constitutional rights. Yeah. I think my biggest takeaway is you never have to talk to an officer. No. You don't. First thing, listen, the first thing you learn is shut the fuck up. Yeah. Smart lawyers, the first thing they tell you is shut yep. the fuck up. Smart mm-hmm. auditors, the first thing they tell you is yep. shut the fuck up. Yep. How fast were you going? Mm-hmm. I was going the um, speed limit. Not even that. Not, not even that. I've seen a video where- um, Where are you coming from? That's not in your yeah, fucking business. Yeah, you, can, you can literally just say, uh, I'm not answering any questions. Yep. Yep. Um, no, what they say is like, if, a, if an officer asks you, do you know how fast you were going? Yes. How fast were you going? I know. You could just leave it at that. I yeah. know. I know. Because they want you to say yeah. that you were, you knew you were. Want they you want to you to admit. yourself. Yep, because yep. everyone does. And Do I'm, I have consent to search your car? No. no. Nope. Not without a warrant. Nope. Not without a warrant. No reason to be searching yep. my fucking car right now. You're not going to intimidate me. Biggest thing, my biggest takeaways are uh, that I didn't know about is uh, the simplest way you can find out if you are having a consensual encounter with a law enforcement Am I officer, detained? You can ask, am I detained or am I free to leave? Yep. And if they say... No, you're you're then you know you're being detained. Yep. And at that point, you can invoke your right to remain silent. And there yep. are some officers who said, I haven't I haven't even placed you under arrest. And these sites rightfully point out anything you say can and will be used against you. It doesn't matter when. Yep. If they have detained you, they are conducting an investigation. Yep. And and, some, and they're keeping you around long enough so that you fuck up. Yes. You're yep. gonna get nervous and you're gonna say yep. something you shouldn't. And yeah, shut the fuck up. It's the simplest rule. Yep. You know, and it's not mm-hmm. It's not what you think it is. They're not your principal. And I want to be clear. You don't have to do everything they ask you to do. I don't like the videos where people are... Deliberately oh, assholes to cops. Yes. Because I, I, that What I love about Audit the Audit is he... He rates both. He does, but he primarily gets videos where people were like pulled over or there was an encounter and they started recording it. Yeah. Because it just didn't feel right to them. Yeah. Then that is very natural and organic. He has done videos where people in, have called 911 calls in just to audit. And he gives them an F. He's like, no, you you set the wheels of this in motion. Yep. Like, you're antagonizing an officer yep. to do these things. And that's, and that's the other thing, too, is, like, a lot of these people don't, like, I don't have to comment to you. They'll be like, I don't have to say anything to you, pig. Like, they'll push mm-hmm. it. They'll push yep. it. And it's like, no, what we're trying to get from this is respect from both sides. Now, right. do a right. lot of people hate cops? Yeah. But are 90% of the cops that pull you over going to be dicks? Probably no. not if you're white. No, let's, call let's that be honest. No, let's be fucking honest, mm-hmm. you know? They're black. They might kill you if you have a fucking hoodie on and it's past dark. But um, but the fact of the matter is there are people who go in very antagonistically. Yeah. And at that point, the cop's going to do whatever the fuck he can to just fuck you. Yep. So, yeah, and that's what uh, another site called Long Island Audit. Yeah. Literally, he's a guy who lives on Long Island. But he goes to Connecticut. He's he got, deliberately gets into um, interactions. Is it that guy? It depends. Yeah. It depends. Sometimes he does, sometimes he doesn't. But yeah, he is uh he's waging a war with Nassau County. Is that like, the dude judicial? who will go and just film the police building and then they'll come out and be like, What are you doing? He's yeah, like, that's it's the, within my right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh his famous videos are the ones where he was at the Connecticut State Police. Yeah. And the detective actually like physically removed him from the building Which and they you can't said be fucking doing. And they said they were gonna put him under arrest. Yeah, that's a violation of our civil of a civil his civil rights right yeah. there. Um but him, Long Island Audit and the Lackluster Channel, and this is what I told you on the way up here, they have teamed up with this, I can only describe it as, like, uh, similar to 
um, if like during COVID, how you could get a virtual therapist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they they've teamed up with this site where if you are in a situation where you're pulled over, you can pull up a virtual civil rights attorney, and they can do the talking for you, or they can they can advise you on the spot through your closed window. Yeah, and they can and they and you pay a monthly fee to this website, and it's just whenever it happens, you get one. You you hit like this button in the app, and it's like it alerts somebody, and and within like thirty seconds, you will. You can get, talk to my lawyer. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that, that fucks the cops up. And too, I think that's pretty cool. No, it is cool. I think that's pretty cool that they're doing stuff like that. But also, we want to point out the stuff we're mentioning. I've also seen examples where the people who get pulled over are being assholes, and like I've seen cops shatter your window. Like, be yeah. aware, be aware. Like, they might break some oh, rules, but if you push um, them, free inhabitants. I love free inhabitants because they're dumb. Yeah, they're dumb. Yeah, a lot of them get their window sh- shattered. Like, like uh, the I'm fucking answer you. I'm not driving. I'm traveling. Yeah. Like. No asshole, you're fucking driving. So just don't be an ass on either yeah. side. But the audit stuff really educates you on your rights because yes. there's shit you need to know. Mm-hmm. You get if you just fucking get pulled over randomly with no reason, nah, that ain't a pullover, yep. bro. And, but anyway, and it led me to look into. Um, so there's one from Massachusetts. He's called Mass Accountability. Yeah, he mostly operates on the North Shore, like Revere. He must Salem. be busy. Uh, he is very busy. Yep. Jesus. So what I found out is uh, in Massachusetts where we are, you only have to give. Your identification is if you are involved, if you're driving a vehicle in a traffic stop or if you're under arrest. Any other time, they can ask and you can decline. Same thing. They're, yep. they're going to ask your passengers to intimidate yep. you? No, that's covered under the uh, that's covered under the Supreme Court. That Yeah, you don't have to identify if you're a passenger in a car. No. That's across multiple states. Now, if they ask you to get out of the car, you have to yeah, yeah, get out of the th- car. But anyway, so. watch the audits and inform yourself. It's really yeah. interesting. And I promise you, you have more rights than you think you do. Exactly, yeah. All right, Rem, back to you. All right, this is going to be my last one, kind of okay. wrapping it up, because I feel like we could go for days. We could. Um, have you, are you familiar with cart narcs? No. Bob, you're going to love this. So cart narcs, spelled exactly how it sounds. It's a YouTuber who posts up in parking lots. He'll wear, like, one of those, like, yellow vests that workers will wear. Yeah. And when people leave their carts and don't put them in the, in the cart collector, he'll walk over their window and be like... Hey, you left your cart. That's my favorite type of human being right there. As someone like, who puts my cart back. Dude, yeah. he's like, yeah, you know, me, religiously. I'll walk mm-hmm. across the parking lot in five-degree weather. Um, and he'll hold him accountable, and he'll say, well, you need to get out and put your cart back. And sometimes they'll be like, fuck you. And he'll be like, no, fuck you. And they're like, do you work for the... He's like, no, I'm a cart knock, motherfucker. Do what you have to do. I love that. No, I'm a cart knock, motherfucker. Yeah, and I've seen... There are people in Texas when he did it. There were people that pulled guns. I believe that. You know? But this guy, it does not matter... He will fuck. He'll and then like if you don't put your cart back, he'll stick a fucking bumper sticker on the back of your car. That's like basically like I fucking suck. One of those. <laughs> and like you'll see it. And people will be like, "What the fuck did you do?" He's like, "I put a sticker on your car because you're an asshole." Because you're an asshole. Yeah, you just have one thing to do. Yep. All you have to do anywhere you park in a parking lot, to there'll be a, be a corral. There'll be a carriage corral somewhere, and leaving it in a spot so someone can't park. Leaving it like just fucking. Dude, listen, if you if you listen to what me and Bob recommend you today, you're going to find a theme. Humanity. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yep. Humanity. We want funny, yep. sweet animals. We want people who have don't have their rights abused, and we want people to be held accountable. And I just think cart knocks, first of all, you know, I'm a ballsy dude, but would I have the balls to do that? I don't think no, so. I wouldn't. No, no, I think I'd be really nervous in the modern landscape, but this guy doesn't give a fuck. And 50%, 60%, 70% of the time, they'll get out of their car and put the cart back. You know, people will be like, could get shamed Sorry. into it though. Yeah, no, I know it shouldn't take that. Yeah, but that's one of those things. It's like that's using your YouTube power properly, if you ask me. 
You yeah, know? I agree with that. So yeah. I'm going to end on Cart Knox because I think it's just, and, and honestly, these videos are so enjoyable. You can spend an evening just watching him fucking bust people's balls. I guess I'll end mine on a low-hanging fruit, even though I had other ones. My, my low-hanging fruit, and it's great, is uh, retro entertainment TV. Okay. Um, they just, they basically, it's just them recording them playing retro games, like NES I love games. shit like that. Yeah. I watched one yesterday, the original Batman game for NES, based off of- um, The movie. The first movie with uh, Michael Keaton. Yep. Yep. It's very Ninja, Ninja Gaiden. 100%. Because that's how a lot of those games were. Yeah. They just f- followed what worked. Mm-hmm. Yep. And when I feel like getting my adrenaline going, by the way, yes, I do watch that one. I do watch Ninja Gaiden. People yeah, playing because that it's game. like the hardest fucking game yeah. ever made. I tried to replay it recently. Oh, and I wanted to tell the people something interesting. This is a YouTube-centric episode, but YouTube fucking sucks. And YouTube yeah. now has two unskippable ads at the beginning of every video, and you can't use an ad blocker. Let me help you with that a little bit. I haven't gotten one ad since this whole thing started, okay? This is what you do. First of all, if you have a good enough ad block like I have, it'll just adapt. It'll put out an update and be like, mm-hmm. you're good. But what you can do is this. Watch any video. Because what will happen is they'll have you run two videos, then they'll run you two more ads. That's just how it's going to work. That's what they do now. Yep. And so all you have to do is end any video before the ending. That is it. And anybody knows the last minute of a YouTube video is bullshit. It's like and subscribe. Hit that like button. I'm doing a giveaway this month. Blah. So before the last minute, watch your whole video before the last minute, X out, and you will never, ever get an ad. Thank you. Yeah. I'm glad you got that in because it looks like we're going to lose the feed soon. I see the, the light blinking, blinking at the top. Well, hey, we love yeah. you. Thank you for rolling right. with us. Yeah, thank, thank you, Rem, for bringing your thoughts and your ideas and what I you've been watching. On the ride to Bob, I'm like, I don't know if I got that money. And then I fucking I matched you blow for blow. So yeah. good idea. All right. All right. And uh, hopefully it's still recording. And until the next time, everyone, take care. XOP, baby. Tell your friends.